Welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast. Uh, the last episode, we were talking about Smash Bros. What was your guys' game of choice when you were with all your family and stuff? Was there like a board game you guys would play or something? Smash. It was Smash? Every, yeah, every like Thanksgiving. Is that every like kids our age, like on the Wii Smash Bros. Brawl? Is that what it is? I don't know. I feel like it also comes with me and you being the host families. Like we both came from like families that hosted but yeah. you know like Sophia like they weren't really hosts you know what's weird is that we didn't really host like that part of the family like the extended family because we always went to my grandparents house so it was really like the grandma and grandpa who hosted so it was uh it wasn't really at our house very other things were at our house not really with the that family side of it but yeah the smash bros was like always there at my grandparents house and we always would play it every time we were there and I remember the TV they used to have was like the biggest TV ever. It was like this like huge TV, but it also was like, it took up like a, a percentage of that room. You know what I mean? It was like a really old TV. Um, and the Wii would like always like get, there was always some issue that would happen with the Wii where it would take like an hour to set up. It would always take like a long, probably not an hour, but like it felt like an hour, you know? It was always a long ass time. One of the controllers didn't have batteries. We had to go look for batteries. There was always like a production to set up the Smash. And then I remember it was like, I remember right when we got it set up, every time it'd be like, dinner's ready, you gotta eat dinner, like grandma and grandpa, they're, they're gonna be mad at you if you don't eat dinner. He, do you know what I mean? Did you ever yeah. have that struggle? I think, well, Smash was always the post-dinner activity. We oh, never, we never, for you? Yeah, we never touched a Smash before dinner. That was like, post-dinner, everyone's finishing up, and we're at like the kids' table, obviously, and yeah. then like one person gets up like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna go like to the game room and then like we just all know <laughs> yeah, we, all, yeah, we yeah. all know what's going on yeah, 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 and then yeah, we yeah. you if you're late you walk in there's already a game going oh but yeah if you if you're like those first four like yeah some people would like finish really quickly try to get in on that you know so it's like and i think honestly i feel like the new smash on the wii u was like such a groundbreaking like game for me at least because like they finally introduced like eight player smash oh so like back then, yeah. you could only max out like four players. Right. But like once we had like eight player Smash, that was like super. Like we finally had like enough for everyone. Like maybe like one or two people. We never out, upgraded but. at my grandparents' house, and that's all the only time we always played with everyone. Yeah. And so we never upgraded to the Wii U, and so we always just played the original Smash. But we the Wii U ones, the, honestly, I feel like simply because of Smash alone made the Wii U like kind of worth it because the Wii U is kind of trash. But, like, just because of, like, Smash, it was, like, kind of cool. Because the eight players. Eight players Smash. You can't beat that. Eight player Smash is crazy, dude. Like, yeah. like that's, like, that's the whole kid's table. Bro, this Switch <laughs> is so OP. The Switch is OP because we're literally on a cruise ship, and they bring both their Switches. So we have two of them. And then you just, they brought two extra controllers, and then you have one controller each that's already connected to it. It's just, it's just a small little thing connected to the TV. Easily connect all the controllers. No, like stabilization no like working with yeah. it it's like it's just perfect like their setup is so nice and it's literally like oh the controllers are dead let's charge it on the thing it just makes so much sense you know and uh it was so fun and it was like and then we had eight controllers so we were playing like we, we could play with everyone or we could play like a tournament style so we did like both um yeah this switch is op as hell but yeah the wii u i remember the wii u also and uh yeah but we never got that upgrade. But it was like it was fine. We just played whoever lost would like give it up, you know. Yeah. And yeah. We always had that young cousin who didn't want to give it up, like the one that was like too young and didn't understand. Yeah. But for us, it was like we went to my grandparents' house, and it was like a whole day activity. 
like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, whatever it was, you got there at like noon and you left at like eight. Or was nine. your grandparents' house on your mom's side or your dad's side? My mom's side. Every my dad's side's in Oregon. I've only seen my dad's side like oh, twice yeah, or yeah. three times in yeah. my life. So I actually, for some reason, like those two or three times are like really like valuable when I went and saw my dad's side. So I still feel like close enough where like if I went to Oregon, I have like people I could stay with. Where it's like, uh, or if they came down, I like know them. You know, which is kind of interesting because. When I think about it, I actually haven't had that much time. Like the time with the two families are like completely different, but yeah, but it's always my mom's side that I'm hanging out with. Um, and then my grandparents live on our street. So it was like, and we all live really close to my grandparents. So it was like the hub, you know? Um, yeah, that whole family stayed in like a very, like a 10 mile radius. Like that, my mom's side of the family, like Chris, uncle Chris, aunt Tasha, uh, aunt Sue. Well, aunt Tasha's well not, so how many kid. siblings does your mom have? She has, Mike, Chris, Sue, Karen. So that's four. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Because that's Sue's the oldest. Then it's Karen. Then it's Mike. Then it's my mom. And then it's Chris is the youngest. And so there's five. Yeah, five siblings total, including my mom. Dang. And that's so, just like my mom's side, too. And they all live within a 10-mile radius of each other. And within a 10-mile radius of my grandparents. And my grandparents are kind of like the hub. So they all were able to afford housing in your window. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. And, well, I guess my Uncle Mike kind of uh, is the free spirit. And so he doesn't really... We don't even know where he's at. And, and, and he just shows up. And he'll just sometimes just be like, no one knows if Mike's going to show up. It's like kind of funny. Like I feel like everyone has a crazy uncle. And he just... He would just like as a kid just show up on his bike on like Christmas and he just would ride his bike to the house and then he'd just like be there. Sometimes he's living with my grandparents. Like he like hasn't fully ever moved out. I'd say like he's like sometimes he's is just he, there. Is he the youngest? He's not the youngest. So he's older than my mom and he's like so he's so your third. mom's is your mom the fourth? My mom's the second youngest. Yeah, the fourth. And then my, okay. Chris is the youngest. So yeah. he's is he here? Or where is he? Chris is the youngest. So where's Mike? He's uh, older than my mom, but oh, younger so than my aunt Karen, I believe. Oh, so he's here. Yeah, okay, so he's yeah. the third. He's the third oldest or the third youngest, I guess. Right, like <laughs> middle child. Yeah, yeah, dead middle. Um, and yeah, so he's the That's crazy uncle that would just like show up, and he would just. That's super cool because my mom's side, she also has four siblings, and it's like that's what I was telling you about McDonald's was like, it's like a, it's super rare to have like everyone together right. because, yeah. well. Two of the siblings are my aunt and uncle, which you always see. But two of them, one of them is Andy's parents, which are obviously in Vancouver, and the other one's in the Philippines. So yeah, those two showing up. Something yeah. nine. Yeah, it's rare. <clears throat> yeah, for some reason, my family like is so close in proximity on that side that it's like not even rare at all. It's like it's like it will happen like every every one of the siblings will be in the same room with the parents, like you know pretty often like once every once or twice a year so it's that's uh, pretty good that's, that's really good. good yeah really that's really cool so do you do you feel like you have like a like close relationship with like your cousins yeah yeah definitely and emily was like shocked by it too because yeah. emily's like met her grandparents when she was super young but she's the youngest of four two half siblings two full siblings her parents are like in their like mid 60s like she's like so her grandparents are like long dead, you know what I mean? And so, and her cousins are like super fucking old, you know? So it's like, uh, you know, her cousins are like really old. Her sisters are really old. She's like the youngest. She's kind of like 
doesn't have any family unit like that. So when she like, I didn't really fully appreciate it until she showed up to one of my family events and was like, holy shit. Like I've never even experienced anything like this. Like this is crazy. You know? And so I was like, oh wow. I didn't really think about it like anything before that, you know, it was just like normal. Everyone has this. I didn't even realize that it was like special or weird. Like it's kind of weird, you know, um, to have like everyone live that close now, I guess, I guess in other times it wasn't that weird, but, um, yeah. And I was like in like the center of it where like, I'm like kind of like that, like, I'm not the youngest group. I'm not the oldest group. We were like, and, and I have the, we did the math actually, like the cousins that are in my age group, which are, you know, I guess Nicholas is my brother, but cousin, um, John Michael, Dewey, Astrid. So I have like, we're like a Your pretty group. big group. Yeah. yeah we, we have like a pretty big group. We have like a group of five that are, that are our age. And then up top are like two and below are like three. You know what I mean? So it's like, we kind of got that, um, we got like the big group of cousins. So in our age group. So it's kind of cool um, that we're all like so similar in age, like all within like two years of each other. So, That's really cool. And most within one year, which is very rare, you know? So it's like crazy. So um, yeah, very close. I think also the other thing that had to work out too was that like for all, because how many of them are married or have with kids? Um, of the five. All of them except Mike. Yeah, so basically, so four out of the five. All the in-laws had to like, it had to work out. Yeah, where, like they're all cool with like the, I mean, your mom's side basically. I think being Chris like, and Tasha they split, so they're not. They're like yeah. not like normally. They're like they're like they're probably like fifty percent of the time. I think that they. Um, yeah. Or they'll show up late because they probably were with the other family first, you know. Yeah. Um, I think for Uncle John, Aunt Karen, they literally only go. I don't think Uncle John have never met his family, didn't even know that. Like I don't really know his family at all, you know. My dad, we don't we like they did growing up. Like no one knew that side of the family at all. We never hung out with that side of the family. So with my mom, it was just like that. Um, Dewey and I don't know anything about Dewey's other side of the family at all. I know that so definitely m more close on our side. So yeah, it really did work out. And Mike doesn't have a family. So yeah, uh, yeah. And there's a really fucked up story with that with my uncle Mike, which kind of made him the crazy thing he is. Um, I'll just. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say it. I mean, uh, he, my uncle Mike, I didn't know about this till much later too. I kind of was an idiot by not knowing this because I never even like asked questions as a kid. I just was like, okay. Um, he was, he fell in love with this girl, met this perfect girl that right. was like, right. that they were like clearly meant to be together. And like Mike had never met anyone before this. He was like in his like thirties. Like this was like his like last shot. You know what I mean? Um, and they got engaged and they were engaged and it was great. And, and Mike found like his person and it was like, he was the last one to do it too. Um, and he was like the older sibling, you know? Um, and then, uh, she killed herself while they were engaged. And, uh, Mike like walked in on it too. And like, it was like really bad. And that's kind of what sent my uncle Mike into like a spiral, you know? And so that's why he's like, kind of like the crazy uncle today. Uh, but yeah, I was told that she, uh, she went on a trip or something as a kid. I don't even remember what the fuck I was told, but I didn't even know it until like five years after, six years after what actually happened. Um, but yeah, so I feel really bad for him. But Man, yeah, he, uh, that's something like no one should ever go through. Yeah. That's and really and I think that she just did it because she just saw, saw like that, like, I think that her reasoning was that she just like was like, oh, like, uh, I don't see any future with, uh, yeah, or whatever. I don't know. Um, but yeah, obviously that sucks because i remember as a kid like it was like they were like they looked like soulmates like it was like just like that's her, his person you know what i mean you could just tell and so it was like 
And then after that, he's like, you know, 35 going through that. And now he's like, so it's, I feel bad for him. I feel really bad for him. Um, wow. Yeah, that, that that's pretty bad. I don't think I've had a serious conversation with him until he had a stroke a year ago. And it's a very crazy story because he had, it, this is such a crazy story. Um, so he had a stroke and he claims that it was because he was struck by lightning on his job because he's in a propane job. And he had this whole elaborate story about how he went out there, got struck by lightning, didn't even realize till a week later how the doctors all like said like, oh, this was like a lightning caused like thing. And he convinced my dad. I never believed it. My dad actually believed it that he got struck by lightning. And I said, no way in hell he got struck by lightning. Uncle Mike's crazy. But the weirdest thing is when he was explaining that story and all the conversations I had with him for like a whole month and he was at every family event after that, he was at everything completely normal dude it was the craziest thing so he went from literally me never having a serious conversation with him to being a completely normal dude and and then he had another stroke and, it, and then he had another stroke and it switched him back into crazy uncle mike so there was like this month period in between his two strokes where he became a completely normal person it was the craziest thing i've ever seen in my life and now he's back to crazy uncle mike um and it was the strangest thing. I was like talking to him like in, in between that period where like some family event, I was like, hey, Uncle Mike, how are you doing? And normally he would literally just be like, oh, Timothy, what's up? How are you doing, man? Oh, man, are you going to eat these mashed potatoes? What are you doing over there? Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, literally, that's how he would talk. And he literally was like, oh, I'm doing good. How are you? Like, I've never heard him talk like a normal person before. I would have like a whole like 10 minute normal conversation with him. I literally was in shock. I was like, and yeah. And then also we found out later that he was on hard drugs that caused the strokes and like oh. it was found in his bloodstream. So, uh, he didn't get struck by lightning. Uh, so yeah, it was, uh, which I never thought that he got, struck. but so I, I think he probably was sober during that month is what I'm guessing. He had the stroke, got sober, had a, and then didn't, and then relapsed and then got another stroke. And then that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah. That makes the most sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, not surprising, Dang. but yeah, that's, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, I definitely have a crazy uncle, Mike. A lot of people have crazy uncles, though. Yeah, I don't, but yeah, that you know of. I know, right? I know of. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. I mean, I feel like my mom's side, I kind of relate a little bit, like because it was like similar. Like we did see my dad's side, but I think yours was like less because they live so far. But my dad's side, like. I mean, one of his brothers we didn't we don't see too much because he lives in like Seattle. Um, but his like younger brother, who he's like closest to, like they live in like Roan Heights. They live like literally down the street from yeah. us. Yeah. So yeah, we saw them. That's like Justin. You know, like do you remember Justin and everything? That whole like story and everything. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah. Justin, that's yeah. that's my dad's side, and my mom's side is like Andy, and then like. Um, do you and Justin still have beef? Nah, I mean. I hope he doesn't have beef with me. You know? <laughs> yeah. I feel like we like we did for a hot minute, but I feel like now like it was for Minecraft me, like, beef, right? I think it was more in Minecraft. You know, <laughs> it was more than Minecraft. It was well, Minecraft was like I think because it's a like, kind of a long story, but basically like Minecraft was kind of like where I started like realizing things about him that like I hadn't like fully realized up to that point that makes sense 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Minecraft was where I realized, like, dang, like, this dude, like, kind of isn't, like, a genuine, like, friend to me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, he's kind of, like, like, he kind of, like, moves in a certain way to, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes he just, like, instigates stuff. Like, but I didn't, I didn't know him as, like, an instigator until then. But yeah. then, like, I feel like that was kind of, like, that puzzle piece where, like, looking back, you're like, oh, <laughs> I've just been, like, missing it the whole time. And what was the Minecraft story again that made you realize that? And it was a funny story. It's kind of funny, yeah. but it also, it honestly, we look back and we, like, wouldn't have wanted to go any other way, mm-hmm. which is kind of, kind of cool. But, like in the in the moment it kind of sucked but like basically like we had this server actually it's like the biggest i don't know if it is still it's called dysteria but it was one of like the biggest minecraft faction servers like at the time at the time yeah this was like 2015 or something like that and um it's so big that they have like several worlds in it so you have to like pick the server then you have to like pick the world you go in anyway and then so we we chose one world and we built a faction and if you guys i don't know if people know how factions work but it's basically kind of like it's kind of like like civilization a little bit where like you have your own like territory mm. and you have like a leader and then i think like you know um like rankings like leader co-leader officer or something like that um and you have territory literal like blocks of territory and in that territory, people from other factions cannot destroy any blocks. So you go up to like, you know, let's say if that you were standing on like a patch of grass right here in Minecraft and you claim this as your territory and I tried breaking it, it would just like replace itself. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, oh, you can't break it. You're in an, en- an enemy faction territory. Um, And there's like a currency in it. It's like this, it's kind of like the world, I guess, with countries and everything, but a little like more spread out than that because you have this open world and like i wish know, i knew about this at the time it's it really like cool the coolest thing and it's ever, full yeah. like survival so yeah. there's no it's not creative You're, there's no flying you can still like besides that faction territory you can go out and like get wood like but you also have a market and you could buy more territory right you see so territory is based off how many members you have so mm-hmm. each member gains like i think a certain amount of power for the faction and that power can be used to claim more land so the bigger the land the more members you have in your faction so so we had like we got everyone their mom to join our faction so we had like 35 members or something like that that's awesome so we had it's like clash of clans it's like clash of clans kind of, yeah. yeah except clash of clans like you don't have like a territory yeah but it's like it's like in minecraft and it's so like it's minecraft x clash of clans and it's like survival mode but also an element of creative because you have each person has like a currency has like money like in-game mm-hmm. money but it's like not money that you can i think you probably can buy with real money but like we all didn't spend right. real money and so there's a marketplace where you can also go like instead of you could go get diamonds manually or you could go to the marketplace and buy diamonds stuff like that right and they had like parkour in it they or had sell like, your stuff too right you could sell your well, items you could sell your items yeah. so, so there's a lot of ways to gain money like they literally have like in-game like so in this server in this faction server they even they had like parkour and if you finished a parkour course you'd get like a crazy lump sum of money because the parkour is mm. super hard but we had danny and chris teal crocs who were both <laughs> really good at parkour and they would we'd give them all our minecraft accounts and they'd do the parkour on each minecraft account and we'd all get like 
the money at the end. Yeah. And then they had like death match. So there's a death match. And if you were last one, like last one standing, you get money. Right. Mini so games. These mini games. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we had our faction and we were like, and basically we had like everyone in this thing. And we basically the way it works is when you reach an enemy faction, your goal isn't to like, I mean, your goal is you could like destroy the faction just to do it, but you you try to destroy it to get to chests because like steal. inside, yeah, in the chest you have you can steal like all their items and sell that for like money, and then you know like do all the stuff. But the thing is, since you can't break blocks, you have to build TNT cannons mm-hmm. around it. So you have to set up all these like cannons, and you have to like it's called a raid, and you basically like have to try to do it when like no one's active in their faction because like, you could like check on the commands like who's active who's online their faction it tells you the server tells you and sometimes you'd see like people come out and try like defend it yeah sometimes you could catch them like when they're offline and you just throw these tnt cannons and like slowly just chip away like chip 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 away and then you had usually the biggest factions had obsidian because obsidian i think could take five hits of tnt before breaking oh wow but then you would see like people with like water on top of it so like the water like negates the tnt so now you have to do like a sand cannon and build sand and then do so it's like this whole (laughs) so elaborate it's so much like but it's like it feels like this siege like yeah you're totally breaching these city walls and you're like and some some factions build their thing their faction base way in the sky to make it harder or you build it way underground we or like on in plain there's sight. so many creative methods i've seen so many youtube yeah. videos of like people who like if they forget to claim one block then like an opposing faction can like claim that block and then mm-hmm. they could like spawn there right yeah and then they could like so yeah sometimes you can you also infiltrate you can also spawn like creeper eggs so you could spawn creepers in there and then they could like blow stuff up yeah um so it's kind of cool it's like forcing you to be creative like like you know there's like a thousand ways you could do it yeah and so our faction we had a base that i mean you know danny we had danny yusuf chris like you know some heavy like i Gavin. so wish i was in this squad i really wish yeah I was in that we squad. had some like even julian joined our faction for like a little bit um because i like barely knew him at this time yeah but like we had some heavy hitter like gamers like gamers who were like like chris danny yusuf and gavin i think they were like on the server like 15 16 hours a day like mm. they were like in that thing i was usually on like maybe five hours a day or something like that this is during the summer it's a lot though yeah it's a lot either way but like lot. you know my mom wouldn't let me play like that much but like i was like the leader and we'd go on skype and we just have this like massive call and we'd just be like we basically built this base it was really cool we built a base we went to a deep sea biome so that's already like a rare biome in minecraft and we went all the way to the bottom and at the bottom like the you know how the, the, you have like the bubbles so the bubbles would run out your health would almost run out just to reach like the bottom 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 floor because the ocean was that deep oh wow and then right under that ton of blocks deep was our base and our base had an obsidian we had like basically like this obsidian like it was like basically this room that was like it had obsid- it was played with obsidian water another layer of obsidian water obsidian lava and then we had gavin with like x-ray vision he like checked the entire thing for any holes and we like patched it up it was very elaborate and we had like this and then also like there's no way in and only a way out because you can set your spawn so we would 
so you can't even get into the place, the chest room. You'd have to spawn in, and then you have to trap door. You have to jump out the chute into this pool of water. So you, we, you can't even get in. If we can't even get into it unless you spawn in. You have to do like slash spawn, and then you'd teleport in there. So someone, in order to get to the chest, someone would have to infiltrate by joining your faction, taking everything, and leaving. Well, or you'd have to TNT cannon your way through a deep sea biome, which already has like water raining down on you. And you'd have to build TNT cannon on the outside, which we claimed all this territory around it, like super far out for this little tiny like room that like has that's like plated a ton. And then and then on top of that, we because everyone in the server has X-ray vision, um, it's like a texture pack. It's free. So we built on top of that a completely fake city under this biome oh on gosh. top that had like houses and like made you think that was the faction so you'd spend all your time trying to get into this fake city that was also played with obsidian and also did it, water. someone try to get in no so this is the so i'm explaining all this is like the setup for yeah. justin did okay, so yeah, yeah. inside our faction base too we had like all like we had an iron golem spawner we had like basically it would give you free iron because we just spawn iron golems and kill them and it put iron to a hopper and we could sell the iron for virtually like for just currency at the market and we had all these like little things inside this like producing stuff for a faction we had how many hours did it take to set all this up dude i don't know because it's like combined. a whole summer it was like one it was whole like the summer. whole summer yeah like and we were like out raiding people like every day we'd go out and like yeah. hunt for factions and we'd be like we found someone we'd like all teleport there we'd all start raiding that's a genius had, idea to have it at like the bottom of a lake too it was at the bottom of like the deep sea ocean so like yeah. it's like even if you were like on a boat in the top you you had x-ray vision you couldn't even see us like we you'd wow. you'd only be able to check it through like if you encountered us on like the map and we we're in like the middle of the ocean so like you'd have to just like travel into the ocean for like forever and, and did ever, to, like, anyone even try to to travel to you we we with that so our first base we had like this really nice first base that we just like prioritize us we prioritize like aesthetics and we had this really nice like like room that had like we had like grass in it and like this like we mm. painted like a sky on the top and mm. it was like very nice and we had all our little rooms and then that one got like breached by another faction like they they came us they came to us and they like tnt did tnt did yeah oh no and then so we um we were like let's go even more like let's strip that, all the like yeah all the aesthetic and let's only keep the necessity like the chest room the iron golem spawner I think we had other stuff in it too, like our food. We had like a farm so we can like eat food for free. Right. And so we had like a little like AFK thing so that the golem spawner would keep going because you have it only activate if there's like a person here and you'd just right. sit on the, you'd sit on this minecart that would just move like forever mm. and it'd keep you like not from AFKing. Yeah. Anyway, this is all set up. I know it sounds like a lot, but it's all set up. At the end of summer, we were basically unbeatable. We were pretty much like one the we were one of the best if not the best faction on the server because we basically like we're we would go around we'd also like leave like um we would create we would write because we were called the mc bandits that was like our like name okay. and we would write like every time we we'd grief a fact a faction we would put like a letter m like that was like our like i don't know our symbol yeah we, we'd write an m i love put, that we put like some torches and like a sign that says like you were griefed by the MC bandits and we would <laughs> yeah. just like get everyone. So we were like kind of unbeatable. Yeah. And right. Your name, your name the MC bandits is definitely going around the server. Like who yeah. are these guys? <laughs> Where are they? I only see them in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. You know, they're like, what are they doing? And basically like 
like i think you could also check your power and we were like top three in wow. like power so we had like a lot of power and we were kind of like it was toward the end of summer but like early enough where like none of us were going back to school until september but justin went back to school early like second week august and so we at this time had already been noticing like justin was like kind of being weird like i don't really remember the details like danny probably remembers but like he was like we just see like random stuff being like we us we we'd, like randomly die so we'd be like on the afk thing and we'd like to, like to gain money and then we'd log on like our character would be dead because you could kill each other in factions yeah even within there, your own faction there was a yeah you PPP. can like which we wouldn't do that obviously but you know and so we'd randomly die and be like well, how'd we die that's weird and like no one would fess up we'd just be like hey like what oh, happened no. and it's like no one no one knows what happened and so one day danny won the afk thing because we it launched this whole like crime investigation <laughs> like who's like almost this like among this, us this coup d'art you know yeah. in like our like who's the our, imposter yeah like who's the like someone we had like a mole in our faction yeah and we would like go on skype and like convene be like who is it that's like, kind of fun though right? yeah it's it was, kind of fun that's yeah. why like i don't regret how it happened yeah but it was like we would be like what is going on like we keep someone stealing our stuff like we don't know who it is no one's fessing up and we've come so far that like it doesn't make sense to do that but one day danny was on thing and he just set his screen recording on so he like pretended to be afk but he just wow he set his he turned on his screen recorder and just stayed on there and then the he caught it in laid. 4k oh no justin killing him and oh, he took a screenshot no. gave it to me me being the leader and he's like i'll leave this up to you since you're the leader <laughs> and i was like and i basically just like formally like kicked justin out of our faction and like sent this like like thing Cease as like desist. Yeah, yeah like and put like the photos evidence yeah. and i think like one of his last things he did was like he like blew up all our stuff no he went to a chess room tnt'd it and like blew it all up which is really he like raged really mean of him right and then we asked him we were like why'd you do all this like you destroy our stuff you were killing us the whole time stealing our money and he was like i was starting school so i just like felt like starting starting some drama and we were just like <laughs> okay that's like such a weird motive and we were kind of all salty yeah and we look back on it and it's like honestly like it kind of brought us together yeah so like it was kind of a cool memory but like yeah obviously like in the moment it was kind of like that was like the beginning of like the end for me and justin because like we like kind of used to be so close but like after that like we had more fights after that and it kind of that was like the first layer of like the cake almost mm. and then like i can yeah. see that age that is justin turned himself into a villain he did but in did. retrospect it's like you kind of need a villain especially when you're that strong you in retrospect I mean? it was like it made for like my favorite gaming memory ever like that yeah. for that summer and that whole faction like story is like one of my favorite and it would have been a lot more lame if you guys didn't have a mole and never had any competition yeah, exactly and never and you just were and that was there. like just like there's all this there's also other drama happened like we had like like justin and chris were like catfishing they like played as like they made entire new accounts as girls and like we're like trying to like catfish us like we thought we were playing with girls but it was like just them with like a voice changer and like they like really played into it oh, they like so funny it was very elaborate i didn't even know that chris had a side girl account like that that was chris the whole time until like five years later 
I mean, lu- luckily I didn't like, you know, luckily like we we didn't really like make moves on them or anything. We we're just kind of like, oh, cool. Like I guess like probably treating them a little differently, just like a girl, yeah, in yeah. our server. <clears throat> but it was actually like Justin, Chris, like catfishing all the time. And there's like there's there's all these like stories from that stuff. Star- it's so literally weird. like my favorite gaming memory like yeah. ever because it was like how could it not be? It's so. It was so fun. And it's also Danny's favorite gaming memory ever, I think. Or, like, one of his favorite. And he's played even more than me. So, I'm like... So, yeah, it was cool. But that was kind of, like, with Justin, that was, like, the beginning of that arc. Because after that, we had, like, some more falling outs. And, like, that was kind of, like, just the foundation of, like, that seed of, like, mistrust between us. Because before that, like, he was, like, one of, like, my best friends. And, like, I, like, trusted him, like, totally. You know, I, I was like, this guy can't do any anything wrong mm. but turns out he actually kind of like had like a side of him i didn't like i hadn't i was just too naive to like see i right. guess but and now you were also too young to appreciate because yeah it was like you couldn't really see that you kind of need that a little bit yeah but i mean but like but now like you know i mean i feel like i don't have like any like ill will toward him yeah or like i don't like hold a grudge against him for that i'm just kind of like okay like yeah. i have a short minecraft story that is what is only one that i have that's similar to that which is it's really quick um and it was with my cousin zach and so i made this whole world right where it was just like i wasn't even attending it wasn't even online you know it was just me just building something i remember i was really young i was probably like 10 11 um like super young and I remember I invited Zach. Zach was playing. It was on the Xbox 360, and Zach was like wanted to join in, and so he joined in, and he was on his mic, and we we're on the mic. We're talking. I'm showing him what I made and everything, and this is a big mistake. I think that every Minecraft person eventually learns is don't make everything you build out of wood, you know, and then invite someone to your to your world to take a look, and so. I remember he turned off the mic, and I was like, Zach, Zach, where are you? Why do you have the TNT out? What what do you do with the TNT? He like muted his mic or something, dude. He just burned my entire world to the ground. And as it's burning, I'm trying to quit the game. It auto saves, right as it's all burning down to the ground. And so it literally auto saved, and I just watched my entire world burn. And I just remember I was just like bawling, crying. I was just like so sad that like everything I built was like dead. And I was really young though, and I just remember I was just like so pissed off at Zach. And Zach later revealed that he he didn't think that it was gonna auto save. Like he was not trying to like. And then it was too late, so he kind of was like, "Fuck, what did I do?" You know what I mean? He was yeah, just trying to like says. pull prank and exactly, then, like, and then oh, just quit, um, just quit it. Yeah, like yeah, turn yeah. Off, turn his bike, he was gonna turn his bike back on. I'd just be like, "Oh, just quit the game," like you know, and then resave it. I was just messing with you. You know what I mean? Um, and he was a little bit older. I think he was like a year and a half, two years older than me at this point. Um, and yeah, and so it was kind of like, he probably was just shocked. He's probably like, oh, fuck. I just fucked yeah. this kid's life up right now. Um, I mean, if it helps, I feel like. Um, I, I learned not to build with wood. Solely yeah. with the wood. So I learned a valuable lesson there. I was going to say like one of my like other favorite gaming memories was actually with you playing Pokemon Go. I think oh, that's also like yeah, Pokemon Go. That's, that's got to be one of my that's favorites. That's a completely too. different experience than any other game though that I've ever played before and since. But then. I still feel like that was so like iconic. In my brain, it's like not even a game. Like that was just like a a map. You know what I mean? It almost was like that was like a time where humanity came together mm. for good. Yeah. Like seriously. Like, and I think everyone we will realized never, it. we will never see anything like that ever again. Yeah. And it's like. 
I think I just in the moment, that. everyone appreciated it, too. I feel like everyone was like, it was a moment where everyone was hyped for CSGO for like a year because there was that teaser trailer and it released and it was actually good enough to like make you want to go out and play it. Oh, you, you mean know? Pokemon Go? What, what did I say? CSGO. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pokemon Go. I don't know why I, I was said like, that. no, no. People yeah. are not that hyped for CSGO. No, no, no. Pokemon Go. And then, yeah. And it was like actually good enough where we could go out and play it. And yeah. And Pokemon Go was... Uh, was was great but i in my mind it wasn't even like a game you know what i mean it more was like a experience it more was like a map like i was saying that's it's something like, that's one of those games we're going to talk to our kids about oh yeah like and i'm like so glad that like that's something that we got to experience like you were like my pokemon mm-hmm. go friend like we were like that was like our one of our like dude and you would walk down the street i remember and you'd see someone across the street on their phone walking and you would like know you would know they're Pokemon yeah. Go people. And you'd go to like the Pokestop and there would be like 10 people. We'd go to Tri-City and there would be like a be dad packed. and his kid and like... Tri-City would be packed, bro. It was, yeah. Everything was packed. It was like everyone was outside walking. I loved like watching... Like your amazing. dad would take us and like your da- and like your dad was like so good at it. And he would like... We would go to Pokestop and there'd be like other dads. And your dad would just start talking and be like... And we just... I think as guys, we're not like super good at like, you know automatically like having this deep conversation with a stranger but Mm -hmm. when it's like when we're doing something like if it's like fishing or if it's like basketball Mm -hmm. or if it's like pokemon go all of a sudden it's like easy it's like hey man like what level are you bro and then we start we start talking and just kind of like it felt like it felt like we're in a club yeah like we're in like a cool club and it's like everyone just seemed like a cool person like there's there'd be i remember like you'd see the people like running like (laughs) because like a freaking charizard spawned oh or something God. and you just see like and it was hype sh- as hell it was so hype dude just imagine if they so had the legendary hype. pokemon at that time oh my gosh they would have been so good dude. if they were able to debut the legendary like the battles they have now i almost like looking back i'm so appreciative of that time and that it lasted for like a solid like what like would you say like six months to a year it was probably it was like for, a solid year solid it felt year like, yeah it was like a solid year we were like consistently playing it um which was great like that's a really good run but definitely that summer was like the peak because i think once everyone went back to school it was like oh uh, you know people like, still kind of did it though at school yeah like, it, was it was like they there. had to like ban it they're like no pokemon Go. but dude remember like even that summer like there'd be whole businesses flourishing because they're like we have a pokey stop yes get our pokemon drink or get our yes. pokemon. like here's our wi-fi like spin the pokey stop buy a drink or it'd be like I think even some businesses had like discounts. Like you go K barbecue and it's Remember like that a- one place that we went to that was like kind of like on the water by the ocean. I think it was like Long Beach or something. Yeah, yeah. And there literally was like stands of people selling like Pokemon hats where it was like Mystic and like the like yeah all the red one and the in the um yellow one and it like had like the hats and people like had like the gear like it was like crazy. It was like. It, there was people literally like it was such a big deal that the place we were at had like vendors like catering towards the Pokemon Go Yeah, player. and like restaurants would be like, we'll give you like a 10% discount if you have like, if you're level like this or like, I remember <laughs> I saw, yeah, straight up. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. there are businesses who it's did like crazy. 5% discount if you're level 15, 10% if you're level like 25. It's like yeah. crazy. I was like, it really like, I feel like brought the world together for a sec. And it was like, it was cool. Like, I mean, and you, and you even, like, did really well in that uh, competition. I, I, I won. Well, it wasn't even really, like, it didn't matter what level you were. It just mattered, like, the timing. And so we had, like, a team together where, like, 
basically what Nathan's talking about is when I was I won at the Discovery Science Center the first ever Pokemon tournament. Which the way they did it is because there was no battling, right? A, a, a traditional tournament would probably be like, which would have been so cool if the capability was there. I feel like if they had trading and and battling, it would still be a relevant game. I really think that they could have made it like a lot more longevity if it had more features, but it was very, very limited. Now looking back on it, because like, I think it was also like just the game itself was ga- groundbreaking to begin with yeah and yeah. so it was like it was super cool that it was like it even lasted a and year. no one even they did not expect it to be this big no it's like the servers for like the first they had to get the servers down i remember it was like hard to just even get in but so at the um discovery science center it was maybe a little bit it was probably like a month after it blew up or something and i remember nathan didn't end up going rest in peace because noah was there nicholas was there Lance and i had there, i think my, i had there. like my wisdom teeth surgery or something yeah like something was going on and it's basically how the tournament worked is that there was like what they had then was like these uh these gyms they would call it gyms and you'd battle the gym and then you'd put your pokemon to defend the gym and then other people anyone else who, if they're the same color as you, they could battle and put their own Pokemon there to help you defend the gym. And if it was a different color, they could go and take over the gym. And so we were all on the same col- uh, on the same color team. Me, my dad, Noah, Nicholas, Landon. And so we were there as a squad. So it really wasn't like a 1v1 at all. It wasn't like, it was a team effort. And so us as Team Blue, we knew that our best chance of winning, because in order to win the tournament, you had to have the number one Pokemon at that gym at a certain time. So it was like 5 p.m., whoever's Pokemon's at the top, we're screenshotting it, and that Pokemon wins, right? And then we'll announce it. And I had the best Pokemon in the entire group of us five. And so my dad, I think, was a higher level at this point, but I had the best Pokemon, so I was like the team leader. And so what we, our plan was, was to let another color take the gym and then us take the gym right before the time starts and then right before the time ends and then throw in my, my Pokemon, our best Pokemon, to get to the top of the gym. And we executed it perfectly. This literally was like this moment. We're, there was probably like, I'm not even kidding, it was packed. There was probably like 300 people there at least. And so it was like, it was completely packed and everyone was trying to win it. And everyone was trying to win it like 10 minutes before, but we were just chilling. You know, we were just chilling, making sure our Pokemon were healthy, getting our game strategy down. Then like two minutes before, we attack at full force. And it was like a yellow or red gym. And it was already low, like perfect timing. So then we timed it perfectly. So it was like 30 seconds before gym is empty. I click, I place my Pokemon, not enough time for anyone else to take it. The timer gets 5 p.m. And I remember it was like 30 seconds after the time, like the gym went down. Like we literally probably only had the gym for like a minute. You know what I mean? So you only get like that minute window and it crossed that time of 5 p.m. or whatever. And my Pokemon was the number one Pokemon. And I remember we didn't really know because we're like, when are they going to take the screenshot? Did they, are, is our, was it glitching? It could have been a different, someone else could have, someone else on a blue team could have added in a better Pokemon and won. You know what I mean? So there were so many variables, and then they announced TL Cop won, and we go crazy, man. We start just going crazy. I get like a freaking 3D printed trophy that broke, sadly, but for a long time, it was standing in my room to like two years ago, maybe. I got like a certificate, still have that. Um, champion, what can I say? Yeah, wow. And it was like, yes. Yeah, so you won the NBA Finals. I won the NBA finals, bro. But it was it was a team effort 100%. Like 
it, it was like I if I was just there by myself, I had a zero percent chance of winning. You know what I mean? We had to take over the gym, get really lucky, and luckily no one had a better Pokemon than me. So I uh, was there at the top. Um, I forgot the Pokemon that it was though, but yeah, do you you still occasionally play though, right? Don't you still have? It on I your did phone? delete it. I did delete it. Oh really? I was playing though a couple years ago. Yeah. We, I was like playing. I feel like up until like a year ago, I would see whenever we went to the Korean barbecue, you would like pull it out, walk over to that center, and then you'd like <laughs> get the poker stop. Yeah, I, I feel like I kind of like I had a little bit of like a revival during COVID of like playing it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like now I'm just like I play Clash of Clans a lot, and like I check Boom Beach like occasionally. Clash of Clans is that like decade long? That's still my bathroom game. I'm in the bathroom. Clash of Clans is definitely like my number one. And actually, you know. My real number one game actually is the New York Times mini crossword. Actually, really, which is so I'm, when did you random. get into that? When did you get into that? During law school, because I'd just be in class and like oh. I'd like play the Wordle, and on New York Times owns the Wordle. So I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know it either. And then they, so I guess, so I'd finish the Wordle and I'd be like, "What else can I play?" You finished Wordle? You could finish that game. Well, it resets every day. Oh, every day it's a new. So one. it's a new I, word. I so like you word. finish the word, course, yeah. and then. You're just kind of on the New York Times games website. And then you see like their main thing, which is the crossword. Mm. But they have a version called the mini. And it's become like a family slash like whoever wants to join kind of thing. And there's it times you. So it times you. It's like a four by four or five by five crossword usually. So really, really small. And there's a timer that once you open it, it starts clicking. And then you just try to fill it in as fast as you can and we have like a leaderboard with my entire family plus oh, Sophia wow. and like her grandma <laughs> really <laughs> random yeah and like every day it resets and there's a new crossword and every day like we try to see who could be like at the top and, and so everyone like, plays it every day or not everyone but like we have like nine of us so like I'd say like usually like four or five oh, that's good turnout. some days we have like eight I'd... like full eight that's a really good turnout. So yeah, it's like, and it's kind of like whoever wants to join, you know, like, and then we have like a crossword chat, who's a gr- crossword group chat. Um, and that's like my favorite one right now. That's like my, that's like my like thing right now. I feel like is like the mini. It's like my favorite thing I look and forward to. Do you normally day. win? Who normally wins? Would you say? Who's uh, like the- me or Noah or my, we just add my cousin. Who's like the one who's a doctor. So... <laughs> He's been killing it too. So I feel like it's either me, mm. my cousin, or Noah. Can I join in? Yeah. I want to yeah, join yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, you could join in. We'll okay. add you. Well, yeah. I'll what do, do after this episode. What do I download? Download, um, look up uh, NYT crossword. And I'll have to add you to the um, group chat. But it's like, it's sick. Yeah, like this is, today's was like a little tougher. But look at, it's like Sophia's grandma is winning right now. She's like on the top right now. <laughs> Oh yeah, so she won and so, oh, so it take it took that long to finish. I'm gonna look, be so embarrassed. I've never done crosswords in my entire no, life. No, but so. this is a this was a longer one. Sometimes, like I won the other day. Like these are my times. Yeah. So Friday, Friday was two minutes forty three seconds. Thursday was seven minutes forty seconds. Wednesday though was forty seconds. Oh wow. Tuesday was a minute twelve. Monday and, was three and minutes. Crosswords five. does it ask you something? It asks you like a question, right? And you have I'll to show it you. Out. Well. You what? should try. You could do to try to do today. Today. Okay. What is the? What do I type? It in resets here? every day at like seven p.m. Uh, NY. I think here. Let me look it up. I'll just look it up on the Play Store for you. NY. Yeah. T crossword. Yeah, this one. 
Well, I'm excited. I love these things where there's like, whenever there's a lot of people involved, you know, you kind of just got to join in. And, and we just do it every show. day. And it like, and then if you just join, I'll just add, I'll just create a new crossword chat with you in it. And you just send your invite and all of us will accept it. And then um, you'll see all of our. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see our whole leaderboard. So log in. You have to have a New York Times games. Okay. Here. It's, it's like free to do. Yeah. Cause the New York Times, they're always trying to get your And then cash. you can also do the Wordle. The Daily Wordle okay. is on there, too. You have a free trial to the crossword. It starts now. Play the crossword for seven days. No credit card needed. No, but that's... that's By the way, the no, Minion Wordle, Wordle are always free. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the full crossword costs money. But honestly, the full crossword's really hard anyway. So what? you wouldn't want to do that anyway. It's so weird that they, they charge... The New York Times is like, they need they want your money. Any, anywhere you I go... I think once the papers stopped, it's like... I don't know where they're even getting their money from. The New York Times, they always have like the best headlines, the best articles and everything. And then you go on there and they try to make you pay. I mean, I normally just go incognito and then I think you could like stop the refresh and you could read it, you know? Um, <laughs> but it's so much work. Like I'm, I, yeah. most of the time I don't do that unless I really want to read the article, then I'll figure out a way in. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, who the fuck is paying like $6 a week? Like it's like a dollar a day. It's like, God damn, dude, are you serious? <laughs> what are we doing here? You know, it's like... It should be like a dollar like a year. I don't understand like yeah. the, the model here, but I guess it's for old people. Yeah. And, and the, the, the OC register. Don't get me started with the fucking OC register, bro. That doesn't even make any goddamn sense. These news journalists are like, I mean, I understand that they want to be paid, but like, yeah, your time's up. Everything well, is free on the internet. dude. On, on the next episode, we will we'll discuss how uh, AI may actually write articles like the news journalists these days that's true that is true that's coming up on the next next episode okay that sounds great all right